indeed. Back Row Boys, we're back on a Tuesday. All-Star Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. The All-Star selections have been announced. I don't seem to hear you. total glee in... Is your mic on? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. I don't need to hear you. You're not hearing me at all? I'm I'm right next to you. You can't hear me? (laughs) Now I'm frightened. I can hear you. Uh, Steve and Hutch, we're going to go over the... uh, all-star selections, and if we have time, we'll give like a little sort of like state of the state as far as our two beloved teams are concerned. Um, the voting ended days ago. Was it like Thursday? I actually got an email. Hey, by the way, you know, you have so many hours to vote. Oh, okay. Right? And you were supposed to, you could vote 35 times a day mm-hmm. up to a total of, I forget what the total was, like 150, whatever, 175 days, whatever it was. 35 times a day, 175 days? Yeah. Okay. Or five times a day for a number of days up to 35 times. So you could vote once a week, five times a day. And they basically started sending stuff out saying, hey, if you don't vote now, you won't be able to get all your votes in by the end of the thing. So whatever. I did vote with an hour and a half left before the deadline. And I voted for the guys that I thought deserved to be in. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, – I know what you think. We'll get to, like, you know, your opinion on this whole process. But I generally – I went through the American League, and I was like, well, who's having the best year, right? I voted for Altuve. Um, Based I on what? Leading the league in hitting. Okay. Right? Good. I voted for Machado. I voted for Bogarts. Right. I didn't vote the outfield. I voted for Trout. I voted for Sal Perez. I think I voted for Mookie Betts, but I probably had a different outfielder out there. I don't remember who it was. When it came to the National League, I was like, well, okay, Bryce Harper. I I know Cespedes was probably going to get in, and I was like, well, I don't know who else to put out there. Fowler had a great first half, so I voted for him. I actually saw the Cubs infield in an all-star game all at the same time in like 70 or 71. They didn't start, but they all played together at some point. And I grew up with the whole, you know, Sano, Kessinger, Beckert, Banks every single year. And it was just the coolest thing to have an all-star infield. So, you know, looking at the numbers, yeah, okay, so I did vote for Edison Russell. Mm-hmm. I voted for everybody. I voted for Zobrist, who, as it turns out, after 6,026,000 votes, Ben Zobrist got the starting nod over Daniel Murphy, who's leading the league in hitting, by 88 votes. Right. So never think your vote doesn't count is the lesson here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I voted for uh, Buster Posey. And and the last time they had showed, like every week they were kind of showing you, you know, what the results were. Uh, I don't know who was closing in on Addison Russell. I assume it, it was Corey Seager, although, you know, looking through the numbers, I think Brandon Crawford probably should be the starter for the National League. So we'll, we'll run through the starters. You know, Bryce Harper and Joanna Cespedes. And uh, Dexter Fowler were the uh, elected. Okay. And Fowler was leading the whole way, and Harper passed him, like, toward the end. And, you know, probably, you know, Fowler taking two weeks off didn't help. Well, sure. You know, it's what happens when you're injured. Yeah, but I think it's important for a guy like Fowler who's, you know, he's 30, he's in his walk year, having a heck of a year. That sort of recognition, I think, is important for a guy like that. For somebody like Addison Russell, you know, the guy's like 22. He'll have plenty of t- chances sure. to make the all-star team. And we'll talk about the snubs later. Um, so Rizzo at first, Zobrist at second, Russell at short. The uh, major league home run leader, Chris Bryant, at third. 
Buster Posey. Thank catching. God, thank God, you play the Reds. <laughs> I the must major, say, after the major New York, league home run leading. Yeah, Chris I, I, Bryant has hit twenty of them out of the twenty-five against the Reds. Nine, I know, nine of twenty-five. But that's a, a, a an alarming percentage. That's over one third of his home runs against one team. <laughs> right. So, look, I don't make the schedule. You you beat the teams in front of you. Hey, you I beat agree. the teams in your division. What are you going to do? The Reds are. The Reds can hit. They just can't pitch. Yeah. And they're not real good at catching. But, you know, they do have good hitters on the team. you got Jay Bruce. They have a surprisingly powerful lineup for as bad as they are. Well, their left fielder no one's ever heard of is going to make his first all-star appearance. He's got like 21 home runs and 22, like 60 think, RBIs. Yeah. yeah, 22. Jay Bruce has 60-some RBIs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Cozart always hits the ball when he's healthy. Phillips, uh, even banged up Phillips, is, is doing pretty good. And Joey Votto's, you know. Puts the barrel of the bat on the ball almost every at-bat. Left-handed hitter, hard to get out. I mean, I can see why they score runs. I mean, it's just you look at their pitching. And yeah, you're like, oh, it's brutal. Wow, gee whiz. Willikers, wowie. That's bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. Everybody's kind of ripping. Oh, all you could do is beat the Reds. And it's like, you know what? The Cubs are in first place, and mission one is win your division. And they're going to have it. At worst, and who's saying all you can do is beat the Reds? I was just, I was just talking about. Oh well, whole run numbers. See, I mean, you're lucky. You stay off Twitter. You don't oh, see yeah. kind of some of this stuff. People are freaking out, and I don't know. You know, there are lots of Cub fans. They're all over the world. They're all over the country. But a lot of them, you know, it's not like they're going to the ballpark. I mean, you know, they put time aside to get in front of a TV to, you know, watch the game, which, you know, if you're going to watch a lot of games, that's a sacrifice of a lot of time. Sure. Whatever else you should be or could be doing. And then the team stinks. I mean, literally, the Cubs had two guys, uh, Jason Hamill and, and John Luster, with the worst starts of their careers within two days of each other last weekend. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. How, how does that even happen? I mean, everybody's, like, tired at the same time. 24 games in 24 days. The White Sox, your schedule was brutal at the beginning. But now you're getting some days off, and all of a sudden, hey, look, we're over 500 again. So the Cub fans are freaking out. Look, you got guys hurt left and right. We're p- like basically, how many rookies we got on the team right now? Five? I'm not talking about second-year players. I'm talking about rookies. Right. Right? You got uh, Wilson Contreras has been playing now. You got Alberto Elmora Jr. They brought up uh, Heimer Candelario. You got uh, Carl Johnson Jr. in the bullpen. I mean, Edwards. These are, uh, thank you, Carl Edwards. I keep I – keep Carl Every, Johnson Jr. Because <laughs> in my head, I see Carl's Jr., which okay, was like a, right. you know, a food yeah, chain like right. in, in L.A. And it's, I, I have a hard time with that guy's name. <laughs> so, okay, uh, my bad. So all these rookies are playing, and, and, you know, they're doing actually pretty well, all things considered. You know, just throw sure. them in there. Hey, kid, Noah Syndergaard's pitching tonight. You're in there. Have fun. Thanks. Let me call my family. Right? Guy's up at 5 in the morning trying to get – you know, a flight into New York, and, and all of a sudden he's got to play against, like, arguably probably one of the hardest throwers in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody throws Much any harder. starter that throws harder right. than Syndergaard. So that didn't work out too well. And, you know, Arietta's having command problems. Lester just stunk. Lester just kept throwing the ball down the middle. And, I mean, when Wilmer Flores goes six for six against you, you're not pitching well, <laughs> you know? Well, it wasn't all against Lester, but, yeah. I I think I think people realize. I mean, I know Arietta's having a little, some issues. I think they finally realize we're not swinging at every pitch. They're like, we're going to make you throw strikes. 
Well, it's funny because that was the Cubs' approach for the whole first part of the year, and it worked yeah. out great. I mean, the thing with Arietta, and we talked about this on the last podcast, is like last year he threw his breaking stuff down the middle. It broke all different directions, but it stayed relatively in the strike zone. And because it was down the middle, you kind of had to swing. Now he's starting the stuff at the edges, and everybody's like, well, if it's not down the middle, then don't I'm swing. not swinging, right. And all of a sudden he's behind 2-0. and And they're like, okay, here comes the fastball. That's the only pitch of his I can – realistically handle okay so he's sawing off bats and you know get bloops and then he does get one barreled up on him now and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god he gave up two runs Mm -hmm. end of the world four runs i mean get the you know we're supposed to be scoring the other thing is we're not hitting the ball consistently with the exception of you're not going to hit the ball consistently with that young lineup well again you know there's there's health issues i mean we we have issues but we have seven all-stars sure 25 that's Almost one third of the team. I'm not wild about it. Uh, Chris Bryant says he's not going to play in the home run derby. Good. Don't get all tired out. Yeah, I, I don't. Right. I, I would just assume that you know Lester and Arietta just had gym shoes on and you know fancy cameras. You know what I mean? I I think they need rest. I think the whole team needs rest. It's it. You, you know, you're really in the grind. They have to play a makeup game. So get this: they're playing a day game tomorrow. And they play day games today and yesterday. So Thursday's getaway day because they got a weekend series in Pittsburgh, but they're playing a makeup game against Atlanta Thursday night. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. So you're going to get on an airplane. Oh, and then Atlanta comes here? No, we go to Pittsburgh. No, but Atlanta, Atlanta comes, comes here for, for the one White game. Sox. Yeah, because they're. Yeah, they're in town to play oh, you. Oh, okay. You're off Thursday. Oh, I thought you said they go to Atlanta. No, no, no Atlanta's Atlanta comes coming here, here to play us. Oh, okay. Right. right, and then they stay in town to play three yes. against the White Sox. Right, so that, I guess that's why they did the schedule. But for us, it's a night game. Then we got to get on a plane and fly to Pittsburgh. You lose an hour. Yeah. So they're going to get into Pittsburgh at I don't know one thirty, two in the morning. However, it works out. You know, you still got to get to the airport uh, from the airport to you know the Westin. You know, by Three Rivers. I mean, it's like, and then check in. Right. And then like I don't know. Have a cocktail, take a shower, you know, call home, whatever it is guys do, and then get to bed, then get up and go play. Against it's a, a rough desperate, life. Against a desperate It's just a rough team. life, isn't it's it? It's just a desperate oh, team you're going hard, up against. It's a hard life. <laughs> it's a grind, I'm telling you. Okay, I, mean, I know, I know. It's difficult. That's why they get paid they're, all the money. They're bringing up Adam, well, okay. They're bringing up Adam, War- Adam Warren to pitch tomorrow. And they've got it set up where Arietta and Lester are going to pitch Friday and Saturday against the Pirates, right. which I'm all for. Except after the All-Star break, what I want to see is I want to see Arietta and Lester not pitch back-to-back. I mean, it's pretty obvious you're looking at the end of Miguel Montero. I mean, when they right. threw him out there to pitch, I mean, that was kind of a sorry sight. When your fastball registers as a changeup, I mean, at least David Ross was throwing, you know, in the high 80s. I mean, it was sad. You know, yeah, got four outs, gave up four hits. Okay, yeah, it's not, it's not the end of the world. It's better Darwin than some Barney of the starters the other done. day. Yeah, he gave up a dinger. Yeah, got the next three guys out, and they lost two to one. I felt right. bad for him. I did too. You know, uh, Cubs North, Toronto, Josh Donaldson, yeah. Junior Lake. <laughs> oh gosh, Junior Lake. Um, so looking at the All Stars now on on the. On the national, oh, let's get this out of the way. You you hate this whole all star thing and think it's kind of like just what? I just think it's stupid, goofy. Who cares? I just don't care. It's not that I hate it. I just don't care. 
but you'll watch it. Yeah, it's it's. I like baseball. It's entertaining, but this whole voting thing and who's on the All Star game and it doesn't really matter. It's not the best players. I mean, it's it. Everything changes. You either you either grandfathered in because you were good for the last five years, so you automatically get in because of the vote, or you know, or Kansas City's whole, you know. They can vote Last for the whole team in yeah. this this year. This Omar year, Infane. this year it's half the Red Sox and half the Cubs. I mean, and you know, it's just it's just stupid to me. I well, just don't like it. Okay, let let's go down the National League lineup, and you tell me. I'm the, not going to uh, be able to explain everyone. You well, know just, who should be playing and who shouldn't. I just think the whole process is dumb. The fans voting is dumb. Yeah, or I just the think players the whole process is dumb. is dumb. They don't. I mean, you know, you should. It, you can have a great first half of the season and be on a crappy team, and not make the All Star game. Um, but you could have, but you could have the same season three seasons in a row and then make the All Star game by ha- putting up those numbers. Some some people have to put them up four years in a row in order to make an All Star game. Some people can put them up for half a season, like you said, Brandon Crawford. He played last year. Yeah. Some guys didn't play this year. It's just it. Well, yeah, I was talking about Corey Seager. I mean, Corey Seager's a rookie. He's having a great first half. But, you know, look at Brandon Crawford. He played last year. Addison Russell played last year. So the rookies who are somehow, you're going to be an all-star based on 10 weeks. But Seager was up last year. He was up at the end. Yeah. But he didn't play, like, the whole second half. I mean, counting from last all-star game to this all-star game, you have almost a full season of play. Right. And then you got guys that have incomplete. And you can still get voted into the All-Star game with that full season of play. Well, here's the thing. And, and here's how they do it. You, the fans are voting for the starters. Right. But the players are voting for the reserves. And then the managers are picking other guys. Correct. So you have three levels of selection. And, and still. Then now, but now you have the managers. They're selecting based on the fact of that the. Uh, the winning team gets home field advantage, so they're selecting on pitchers and trying to sit there and actually put like a game, a team together instead of like maybe selecting the best pitcher from the one team that deserves it. They'd rather have a righty in the bullpen instead of a lefty. I don't know how much they're overthinking it. We can oh, go I through. Oh, I bet they do. Well, okay. I mean, I know the American League tends to go heavy on relievers instead of starters. So let's talk about who's pitching. Or do you want to talk about the reserves first? Doesn't matter. So you brought up pitching. All right, here's the pitching staff for the National League. And then the second half of the show, we'll do the American League. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is on the DL. Mm -hmm. So even though he was voted in, he won't be pitching. So Jake Arrieta, uh, Madison Bumgarner, Johnny Cueto, Noah Syndergaard, Jose Fernandez, Julio Tehran, John Lester, Steven Strasburg. So that's how many starters is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight starters. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to replace Bumgarner because he's going to pitch on the Sunday before. So, you, But you still have Cueto and Syndergaard and Jose Fernandez, Julio Tehran. He's had a pretty good season for a bad team. Lester's been good. Uh, Strasburg is undefeated. Uh, Syndergaard has a pretty good record, but of late, like Arietta and you know Lester's last year yeah, was pretty struggling. bad. Yeah, I, I think you know these guys kind of you know hit the wall. You know, it may be that after a year of pitching great, you know, Jake's fatigued. And, we, and if that's the case, well, don't pitch. But he's not going to let you believe that because he's his greatest asset other than his flexibility is his endurance. Well, the funny he's going to let you believe that he's fine. The funny thing is he got stiffed last year. 
he should have been on the all-star team. He, sure. His record was as good as a lot of guys that right. got picked. But he didn't have a reputation. He didn't have a rep or anything like that. And after the all-star game, the dude was literally a man on a mission mm-hmm. and proved he belonged. Right? He threw what? He's thrown two no-hitters since the last all-star game. You know, he's pitched in the postseason. He won a wild card game. He won a Cy Young award. He had a sub two year. You know, all, everybody knows all the numbers, right? But now it's like, how how are you gonna? How do you do it again? You know, Kershaw is having a great season, and all of a sudden he's having an epidural, and he's gonna be maybe out for a month with a herniated disc. He broke his back pitching. The Dodgers are that heavy to carry. Apparently, the guy's in the hospital with a bad back. So I mean, that that's kind of sad. I think the Giants have the right idea. You know what? Yeah, the All-Star game is great, but we're worried about we got bigger fish to fry, so our ace is pitching Sunday like he's supposed to, and then, you know, he'll hang out in San Diego and say hi to everybody. I have no problem with that. Go well, I don't have a problem with that either. I think if if his start ended up on Friday, though, he'd be pitching in the, in the All-Star game. It I, just so happens that he wants maybe, to be in maybe, a home run derby. Maybe they thought of it, you know, a month ago and saw that, and they worked it so they wouldn't have this problem and saw him pitching on that Sunday. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. I, you know, after Lester's last start, I'm thinking that there's a guy that needs a vacation. You know, I, that doesn't I just involve don't, pitching. I don't get that. Know. He's had one bad start out of what eighteen? Yeah. And now he needs a vacation because he had one bad start? What it is is it's like because they're all struggling. I'm like thinking everybody kind of hit the wall at the same time or there's something that went on on this road trip that we don't know about. Send the ball down, bring in five other guys just to give them a break because everybody's hit the wall at the same time. I don't understand this line of thinking. They had a bad start. All right, the all-star break is four days away. Yeah. Right, five days. We got five games to go. Everybody gets one start, and then you get at least four or five days off. So what I'm saying is, yeah, okay, Lester and Arietta need the four or five days off. So go have a good time and don't pitch. Right. That's, that's just where I'm coming from. I mean, they probably want to. I think it's a tremendous honor. I mean, you've played. Oh, I think it is, too. I mean, how sure. much fun is playing in an all-star game? Yeah. It's just a great. It's a rush when you go out there and you get introduced and stuff, and it's fun to play, and it's not like you really care. I mean, you, you're competitive, but, eh, you know, you're going to play two innings. How much effect can you have? Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So um, the rest of the staff is relievers. Uh, Juris Familia, Kenley Jansen, Fernando Rodney. Yeah. Uh, Mark Melanson and A.J. Ramos. All of them are having good seasons. I mean, that was just a weird trade that Fernando Rodney went to the Marlins to be a setup man for uh, A.J. Ramos. Ramos pitching pretty good. I mean, the, there's the Marlins saying, you know, we're not sellers. Right. right? We, we right. think we got a shot at the wild card. We could talk about the standings. I mean, it's the wild cards are up for grabs. I mean, some of the divisions look like. And so yeah, the Padres yeah. don't get a guy in? Well, they got Will Myers in. Let's go through the oh, National did League Did they reserves. get Will Myers in? Well, yeah, but, I mean, the thing was is it's like it's kind of weird because if oh, they don't is. trade Rodney, right. Rodney's your guy. Right. And, and so now a, a spot goes away from somebody like Jay Bruce, who's very deserving. Right. You know, as a right fielder, I don't know a right fielder that's really had a better year than Jay Bruce, including Br- Bryce Harper. So Bryce Harper's your starter, and then, you know, who else is in True. the outfield? Yeah. So, okay, Jonathan Lucroy, Wilson Ramos are your two catchers. Uh, Will Myers and Paul Goldschmidt, backup first baseman. Uh, Daniel Murphy, leading the league in hitting. Matt Carpenter, leading the league in OPS. Hard to argue with those. 
Nolan Arenado's the best fielding third baseman, I think, in all of baseball. I think you give him the edge over Machado. Machado, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love Machado. Uh, Corey Seager, the rookie, shortstop. All right. And then outfielders, uh, Odubel Herrera, he's your Philly. Marcelo Zuna, Carlos Gonzalez of the Rockies, and Adam Duvall of the Reds. So where's Jay Bruce? I don't know. Well, he loses out to Adam Duvall. Yeah, I mean, now I'm he, not uh, sure Duvall's actually had a better year. No, but the players voted him in. Yeah, and then, so now they're doing this thing where, okay, we'll take one more guy here, pick from these five. Look at this five. The Giants, Brandon Belt, uh, Ryan Braun of the Brewers, who's, eh, I think, pretty much had a better year than Lucroy. Uh, Jake Lamb of the Diamondbacks, who's Played really good against the Cubs. Yeah. Good hitter. It's, you know, I don't watch many Diamondback games, but every time I watch one, it seems like Jake Lamb hits a homer. Right. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Starling Marte of the Pirates and Trevor Story of the Rockies. And they're saying Marte's probably the biggest snub, but I think he can. Eh, I think Lamb and, and Braun and, and Bra- Belt. And Belt. I, but you can make a good argument for Belt. Yeah. I, 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 Trevor Story had a good April, but, I mean, he's he doesn't catch the ball very well, and he strikes out more than John Carlos Stanton. I mean, and so, okay. And you play in Colorado. Right. All of that means, eh, yeah, okay. Your numbers are lying to me a little bit. You know, you hit sure. 25 homers in Colorado. What would you hit at Wrigley? Where, you know, the walls are 20-some feet high. Right. And it's 353 down the line, not 310. And, you know, it's basically about sea level as opposed to being a mile above sea level. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, I mean, go on and on. I, I'm tired of hearing about how the Colorado guys get kind of hosed because how many Colorado hitters have won the batting title? Right. I mean, Todd Helton was a great hitter, but I, you know, it'd be great to see him play in another ballpark for a whole career and then see what his numbers would have been and see what the difference is, because it's hard to judge the Colorado, the Colorado guys, right? Arenado's leading the league in RBIs. I mean, how do you leave that guy off the team? Right. I mean, you can well, argue yeah, about difficult. the starting. I mean, you know, you have to look at. You don't get a, a good enough sample size with looking at just their road numbers. But, you know, based on the system where the fans voted in the starters and then the players voted in reserves and then the managers voted people in, I mean, there's three shortstops, right? you got basically, you said, Corey Seager having the best year at the plate. Sure, he, he definitely is. Uh, Brandon Crawford, I think, by far, consensus best shortstop in the National right. League. And then you look at Addison Russell, and people are going to people are going to complain. Oh well, it's the Cub fans and all this stuff. We went through the list. I showed you the numbers, like his uh, his you know win probability added, and his clutch numbers are the best of any shortstop. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying he deserves to be the, the starter, but I'm saying he deserves to be there more than Trevor Story. He deserves to be there more than. Uh, Diaz, the the rookie from the Cardinals, sure. for one because you know you have last year, and you saw all the defensive run save that you got out of him last year, and you look at his clutch numbers, he's got better clutch numbers. Yeah, than but any the, shortstop b- in the bottom line is, is if 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 he's not voted in, he he's literally he's taking a spot from somebody. Well, that's what I'm saying. I and, don't think and, he is. I, okay, I think if he's well, not voted in, if he's not voted in, he's not even in the final five vote. You don't think? No way. Well, who gets in? Whose spot is he taking then? Somebody from the final five? He's not taking Trevor Story's spot. I'm just telling you, he's not in the final five vote. Well. If he's not voted in by the players, he is not. He's not on the All Star team, and somebody else gets their legitimate shot. He's not an All Star. 
well, by definition, he is an all-star. Well, Although I, I understand so, that other guys I mean, have but it happens you know, better everybody. numbers here yeah. and there. I mean, it happens all the time. It's yeah. not He's not the first person to ever do this. For you to say I'm that just if saying, he's not voted in by the fans, he's not on the team, that may be true. But in my mind, he would be just as deserving as right. any shortstop not named Corey Seager or Brandon Crawford. Sure. I think he's more deserving not, than Diaz or Story. Uh, Espinosa had a good six weeks there. You know, I mean, so there are shortstops putting up numbers. But you look at Russell, you look at his clutch numbers, you look at his RBIs. He had two home runs today. Right, but the thing is, is uh, you know, there, there's not another shortstop on the roster. I mean, if, if you have, if you have uh, Corey Seager as the starting shortstop and then uh, Crawford is the second shortstop, and then there's no other short – they're not having another shortstop on that team. Oh, you think they would just pick, like, another outfielder or something? Yeah, or, or another yeah. middle well, infielder. Well, there's Jay Bruce. Okay. Right. There's Jay That's Bruce. What I'm not saying that there, there's another shortstop that would be taking that position. I'm saying there's just another position player. Yeah. It's not they're – not, they're not going shortstop for shortstop in this situation. Uh, yeah. I don't know why there's even a limit to the size of the roster. I mean, why not let the players vote people in and then say anybody above – 51% of the players' vote gets in automatically. The fans can vote the starters. Yeah. And I, I hope Terry Collins doesn't do one of these things where, you know, in the top of the second he trots out Corey Seager, you know, and lets Edison Russell I, play like one inning. I think that'd well, be insulting. I would hope not, too, because you, well, all these guys should get one at bat. Right. So and it would right. be it would be wrong for and Edison Russell to play a half an inning of, of defense, and, and that's and it. So, see, because I don't trust Terry Collins. Here's the nightmare scenario. The nightmare, the nightmare scenario is he bats Addison Russell leadoff against uh, Chris Sale because uh, Addison Russell's Just numbers against lefties are bad <laughs> compared to righties this season. Um, so then he gets his one at bat, and then they pull him. Mm-hmm. And then they put in, like, Brandon Crawford. I think that'd be insulting, you know. But I got to tell you, you know, the, the ESPN show, I was a little taken aback by – the attitude of the, the the moderator or the host or whatever, Carl Ravitch, who's over there like grilling the Cubs, like, oh, are you guys just gonna like hang out together or who do you like gonna talk to anybody else? But I'm just like, on that kind question, of an attitude is who that? do you start lead off of that Fowler? But he's not playing. Well he may. He may. He, he but say he, he doesn't still may play. Uh who what what's your batting order for yeah. the National League? I mean uh, I guess Zobrist you would start. All right, so let's say Fowler, off, right? Well you could. I'm just going from your fear of, of him leading off at, I mean, I'm Edison at, Russell. I, I'm like, why don't we just put the Cubs lineup out there and then, you know, stick in, uh, you know, uh, Harper and Cespedes. I mean, that's basically what you got. No, if Fowler doesn't play, um, then probably what you do is uh, you let Cespedes play center and you probably put in uh, Matt Carpenter to play left and let him lead and off. And then let him lead off? Yeah, because I'm looking here for a leadoff hitter. Right. So, yeah. And I don't see I one. I mean, Zobris has done it. They're all like two, three, four hitters. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, um, I guess that's what you could do. And then, So, you might you might get that. He might he might start Addison Russell leading off. <laughs> see, if, if they play games like this with my Cubbies, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be like, well, this is garbage, and I'm going to end up like, you know, turning off the game or something. I'll DVR it, and then if something happens I want to see, I'll go back and watch it. That's kind of my MO these days because we're losing so many games. I, had to, you know, I couldn't take today's. Um, so that's you want to try to come up with a lineup here? You got, okay, Posey hits third or fourth. Rizzo hits third or fourth. 
Zobrist hits first or second. Yeah, hit third and fourth. Third or fourth. <laughs> Brussels back of the order. Harper f- hits third. Cespedes hits third. I mean, how many number three hitters can you have in yeah. one lineup? I mean, what difference does it make? Go lefty, righty, left. Or, or no, it's sale, right? So you're going to go righties. So you're going to. They go haven't said, but most likely, yeah. Oh, it's going to be yeah. right. It totally will be. So we're, who are your right-handed hitters? You got uh, Zobrist and Fowler can bat one and two because they're switch hitters, and then you could have Cespedes hit third, or Bryant hit third, and Cespedes hit fourth, and then put the lefties later. Yeah. And then hit Posey fifth, and then let Harper and Rizzo uh, and uh, Addison Russell be at the back of the order, and then when they pull sale, right? We'll get to. I don't know how many lefties are actually the. Uh, Lester's the only lefty starter on the National League because Bumgarner's not going to be in there. So I don't know if they're going to take another lefty to take his place or put in Jay Bruce. I mean, I don't that, that yet to be determined. True. Let's run down the uh, the American League. Who are the American League starters? All Boston, right? No, well, yeah, four out of the f- nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Salvador Perez is your catcher. I Eric, voted for him. Eric Hosmer is your first baseman, both from the Royals. I think I voted for Cabrera. But uh, were his numbers not good? Uh, you know, I haven't seen Cabrera's lately, but I know he got off to a slow start where Hosmer's been basically hitting all yeah. the minute they got out of spring training. Yeah, they need it, too, with the guys they've got out. Yeah. All right, so Eric Hosmer at first. Jose Altuve, uh, second base. Voted Man- for him. Manny Machado. It's hard to argue that. Yeah, even though he's not playing third anymore. Right. That's the thing where now you don't have Josh Donaldson. You know, Machado basically moved over to short, right. but he's still on the ballot. But when you already start baseman. the when you already start the ballots, I mean, how do you change it? I don't know. It'll be Hardy gets hurt. What are you supposed to do? How, so, how much left field has Chris Bryant played? You know, right. Well, yeah. Right. He's he's probably played more left field than third base. Right. Given the circumstances, because he's everything. played right also, and he's played yeah. center and uh, Xander Bogarts is your shortstop. Voted for him. First Red Sox. Mike Trout, of course. Voted for him. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, the other two. And Ortiz is the DH. And Ortiz is the DH. I don't remember who I voted for in the outfield. I'm pretty sure I didn't vote for Jackie Bradley Jr. But I don't know what American League outfielder I did vote for. Right. It, I know, and I think on one of my ballots I voted for Beltre at third. Because I think he deserves to be there. The guy, you know, I don't know how much longer he's going to play. Yeah. I li- You know, talk about a clutch hit in third baseman with... You know, gap-to-gap power and a guy who, you know, doesn't shrink from the moment. I mean, that's Adrian Beltre. Right. You know, and he looks, you know, how do you fly under the radar when you have, God knows, a gazillion home runs like he does and has had the career he's had? But um, I would have liked to have seen him in the All-Star game. And Okay, so who'd they pick for reserves? Is Donaldson in there? Matt Wieters and Stephen Vogt. Right, so there's your Oakland guy. Uh, Miguel Cabrera got in. Okay. Uh, Robinson Cano for the Mariners. Having a real, like, huge uh, comeback year. player yeah. of the year kind of year. Josh Donaldson is in. Okay. Uh, Lindor for the Indians. Uh, shortstop. Uh, Eduar- Eduardo Nunez is your twin. Uh, shortstop. Shortstop. Uh, Carlos Beltran, who I didn't realize, but you told me to do, pointed out today, is having a monster year. Well, you got to have. And he really is. Yeah. He's at 38. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, he's in for the Yankees outfield. Ian Desmond for the Rangers. Mark Trumbo 
Yeah, had Trumbo's to, leading the league in homers. Right. Ian Desmond, here's a guy who was like opted out of that qualifying offer. Nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted him to play short, and eventually, all right, I guess I'll go play the outfield, and he's killing it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's good for, for him to get recognized for that. I don't know if he signed a one-year deal or not, but. I think he did. These guys, like like I, I, I was talking to you about Fowler. You know, the guy's in his walk year, busting his butt to improve his game and, and you know, try to get another contract. He's doing everything uh, humanly possible. Right. I think it's good you recognize guys like that. I, I know people vote for their favorites, and, you know, if you have a reputation, like I voted for Cabrera at first, looking over the names. I'm like, well, I'll take Cabrera. I had no idea what he hit this year. Right. I just know the guy's like a Hall of Fame hitter, and he's been a Hall of Fame hitter since he came up from, like, double A and helped the Marlins beat the Cubs in 03. Right. The guy hasn't slowed down. It's 13 years later. And he just he doesn't even look like a baseball player. You know what I mean? He, he's built like the bag boy at, at it's Treasure like Jack Island. Crook. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, they yeah. kind of lumber around, and they just – Sweet swinging, smoke the ball, or like you know, <laughs> beer league softball player. Yeah, you know, oh, oh, better walk, give this guy four. You know, <laughs> don't let him hit. And uh, Edwin and Carcion is your last reserve. Quietly having a fantastic year. Yeah, and you know, Toronto is still like y- you look at the statistics, like runs scored, RBIs. I mean, Toronto's like light years ahead of anybody. Right, Chris Bryant is like almost ten runs ahead of in the National League of runs scored, and he's almost ten behind uh, the guy from Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how many runs are these guys scoring? <laughs> yeah, because they don't seem to win as often. They're not even in first. Baltimore's in first. Right. Right now they're in third. Right. Yeah, they got pitching pitching issues. Well, everybody. Does. But so everybody does. I mean, you know, and and this time of year, I mean, who? How many pitchers are on the DL? There's a lot, you know, and they just keep falling on there. And, you know, I don't know that the Cubs shouldn't start having, and I'm sure, you know, they're bright people. I'm sure they have some sort of a plan where they're going to start skipping starts and giving somebody, you know, 10 days between starts like in August. Sure. You know, okay, so it's your turn to skip one. And the thing is, like, beginning of the season, you know, Lackey was like, well, we want to be a staff that pitches 1,000 innings. That's two hundred apiece. Yeah, that's a lot to ask for, especially when you're getting hammered. Right. Okay. If you want to pitch two hundred innings, you got to get guys out. <laughs> you know the last well, uh, yeah. the last ten we, days has been like very like who are these guys? Because they were so good the first couple months of the season. I mean, sure. Team eat starters ERA of like two point three. But it wasn't going to last. Well, you wanted it to. I wanted it to. Well, I'm sure. Perfectly happy if it keeps going. I'm, I, I won't lie to I you. I know, but everybody had to just. I mean, everybody. You like. You keep saying everybody's freaking out. Can't anybody just like take a second and just realize that those numbers weren't going to last? Daniel Murphy sure. wasn't going to hit 400. You know. No. And, and you, know, you knew things, that. Things just come down to a little bit of reality. And yeah, and the 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 2016 sports cliche of the year, uh, regress to the mean. <laughs> right, right. Everybody knows what regression to the mean now means. Yeah, right. Ugh. Disgusting. Um. So okay. So, so who's pitching? Who you got pitching? 
Uh, we got our uh, starting pitchers. What did you say? They were heavy on relievers? I thought Ned Yost was last year, too. So I would I would expect you to yeah, see a lot of relievers. They, yeah. Uh, Marco Estrada from the Blue Jays. Cole Hamels from the Rangers. Danny Salazar from the Indians. Chris Sale from the White Sox. And Stephen Wright, the <sighs> knuckleballer from the Red Sox. Oh, my God. Don't let any Cub p- bat against that Are guy. your five starting pitchers. That guy could maybe put you in a two-week-long slump. It might. Or or yeah. herniate a disc trying to swing at that thing. So you got two lefties. You got Cole Hamels and you got and Chris Sale. Sale. Right. Okay. And then, yes, there's Salazar. A bunch of I, I love that guy. And Estrada? Uh, uh, yeah. Toronto? Okay. Oh, and here's, and he's okay. just kind of having an up and down year. Cole Hamels is having a really good year. I've always liked that guy. It was kind of all the grief he got in Philly the years after they won the. Uh, Championship, and then mm-hmm. they brought in like Halliday and Chris Lee, and all of a sudden it's like Cole Hamels was like tuna fish. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Have you seen? He's the closest thing to Steve Carlton I've seen since Steve Carlton." You know, he just looks like him with the wind up and everything. I was like, "Man, this guy." I don't know. He's not all herky jerky like your boy, like Chris Sale. He's a way no, smoother. No, not even close. Yeah, right. he's way smoother. Okay, lay, lay him on. So in. you start with the relief pitchers of uh, Dylan Batances from the Yankees, Brad Bar- Brock, who I had never heard of. but I had to look him up. His he's numbers awfully are awfully good. Very good. Yeah, his numbers are awesome. Brad, Probably first time. Brad Brock, yeah. Good, good for pitched him. Pitched five years in the league. He's 30 years old. Yeah, good for him. For the Orioles. Zach Britton, also from the Orioles. Nasty, nasty. Is there a better closer than him? I don't I, know what his numbers are. I don't know what you know how many blown saves he has. I don't know his numbers. How do you are, hit that pitch without a croquet? If uh, you looked club. at Britain and you took Britain and and Chapman next to each other, and Britain just looks just so nasty. Yeah, because he can throw it for a strike. I mean, Chapman yeah. just blows it by you. And he but sometimes you know it's straight and it gets squared up. Yeah. I mean, right. But if Britain you put just your bat on Britain's pitch, hour. you'll break. <laughs> you, you, you know, you you end up with yeah. splinters or and just the handle. He I mean, that it's, pitch is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Alex they call Colon. it a bowling ball, a bowling ball sinker. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Alex Colomb, uh for the Rays. Oh, okay. You need somebody. You need Tampa. somebody from the Rays, and then you get a couple of Royals. Wade Davis, who is on the DL, so yeah, he will be replaced. replaced. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin Herrera. Okay. Uh, worthy. Craig, Craig Krimble. Krimble. Kimbrel. Craig. 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 Oh Craig Kimbrel. Give me a nickname for this guy. From the uh, Red oh, Sox. From the Red Sox, obviously. Yeah. Andrew Miller from the Yankees. And uh, Will Harris made it from the Astros. Will Harris. And uh, I'm okay. not exactly sure why. Okay. Well, you could click on his name and I've get his I've seen Will Harris, but I wasn't overly impressed. He's not even closer there ha- No, that's the thing. They're having closer issues and... They fired a uh, well, well. They got Ken Giles. He wasn't doing it. Is he closing for the for the or is he a setup guy? Right handed. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got a point seven two ERA and a WHIP of point eight eight. So he's doing okay, something. Okay, that's right. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it was Ken Giles that kind of put them behind the eight ball early. That guy had a adjustment problem. He's Thirty one years old. He's been in the league for four years. Well, good for him. But yeah, so no, he's, he's having yeah he's having a really good year apparently. Well, good. I think, you know, guys that are having good years, I mean, I I just think that if you didn't play last year, you have to be awfully, awfully good to make the All-Star game this year. Bryant made it last year, and you looked at his numbers, and it was kind of like, well, I, I mean, they were good enough, but it wasn't like, 
well, you're better than Aaron Otto or yeah, something. Yeah, you know what I mean? He got in a little bit on the hype, but he did have good numbers. And, he did. You know, and I mean, if you look at his numbers last year, he had 26 homers and 99 RBIs. He's rookie of the year. We've played 82 games. He's got 25 homers. And we have, have not played Cincinnati 82 times. No, that is true. We played them 12 times. <laughs> so he, he played 70 other games where he hit some home runs. Last year, he only had five home runs on the road. This year, he's got like 14 or something, 13 or 14. So he and, and his strikeout rate was almost one out of three last year, and he's dropped that down. Mm-hmm. So he has improved at every level of his game to the point now where he can survive uh, outfield collisions that disable shorter men. <laughs> right. Right. Did you see the side knee hit? I did see it. I heard about it. I didn't get a chance to see it. It was about two inches from a disaster. He just had his foot off the ground. Oh. So it wasn't planted. Right. That was just like, you got to be kidding me. Right? Um, so, okay, where are we now? All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we will talk about who got hosed in this whole deal and uh, get Mark's take on it. We'll be right back. All right, we're back talking about who been hosed. Who been hosed? Who, who been hosed? National League. I don't know if hosed is the right word, but uh, Jay Bruce, I think, is totally very deserving. deserving. Totally deserving. Um, the guys on the five guys on the list, I would rather see Jay Bruce on that list than Trevor Story. I don't think Story's earned his spurs, to be honest with you. And he no, I agree. Terrible. I mean, he's a you rookie. You can't have an all-star that a makes great a bunch April. of errors. He had a great April. Yeah. But you haven't heard anything from him since. A shortstop that can't play short. Right. Who's going to have, like, finish the season with 35 errors. That's not an all-star to me. I'd rather, you know, shortstop is a defensive position where the more offense you add, the merrier. It's kind of like catching. You know, I know it's a new day and age, and, you know, all of a sudden second baseman hit the ball. But, you know, when a push comes to shove, you have to be able to play defense. That's why I have no problem with Zobrist over Murphy at second base. Sure. I don't think Murphy got hosed. I mean, he for a while, what was he, hitting four-something? Yeah. You know, but he's, he's come down, down to 347, earth. though. Yeah, he's so his average has dropped well, like 70 points. Well, but so did Zobris. Yeah. Zobris was hitting like when, when well, Murphy was hitting three, 400, he was hitting 350. But Zobrist OPS, or his on base percentage, has remained relatively high. You know, he doesn't strike out. Murphy's, you know, hits for a little more power, strikes out maybe a little bit more. He's got a lot of doubles and singles. And, you know, depending on where you have Bryce Harper in the lineup, he gets protection. But that lineup, the protection comes from Wilson Ramos. I'm glad he made the team because yeah. of all the catchers, no catcher is hitting better than him. He's been great. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters whether Zobris has got the votes for starting or Murphy. They're both going to be on the team regardless, so I don't think that really matters. Yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, to be able to, to go out there as the starter and take the field and, you know, be introduced separately than the reserves. Sure. I think that's, that's quite an honor. And I think for a guy like Zobris, as a reward for his career, even, I think, you know, he does things the right way. He's kind of a leader in the clubhouse. Look, you don't have to try to hit a home run every time. You know, there's certain points in the game where you just really need to, to make contact kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jay Bruce, though, I think should be on that list. The other guys on the list are all deserving. Brian Braun, as much as I hate the guy. Um, having a good year. Having a good year. Right. Uh, Jake Lamb, like you said. Every time you look, he's hitting the ball. Starling Marte's been great. Brandon Belt's been great and kind of underrated, you know, hiding in that big, uh, that good lineup they have right. in San Francisco. 
Um, but I worry about San Francisco. It's an even year, and if they're going to like all take the vacation for the All Star break, I want our guys to take a vacation. Sure, it's you funny though. I mean? you, you could say Brandon Belt got s- snubbed, but you know, yeah. I mean, you're you got Will Myers, Paul Goldschmidt, Mike Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo. I'm yeah, sorry, Rizzo and Goldschmidt. I mean, Goldschmidt's not having the greatest year. I mean, but, you you have to have somebody from Arizona, but. And and Goldschmidt had a much better year last year, but if you add his last half, by the way, I play golf with Mike Rizzo. That's why I made oh, that little okay. mistake. <laughs> Mike Rizzo's the GM of yeah. the Nationals. Yeah, you guys play golf? No, another <laughs> guy named Rizzo. Different, different Mike. It's the beauty of Chicago. There's a lot of Rizzos <laughs> running around. Um, so yeah, I, you know, Joey Votto should Joey Votto be on the All Star game because his second half last year is all but forgotten, and the team stinks. Right. But I mean, you could. There's another first baseman you could have on there. I mean, if if Joey Votto was the guy from the Reds instead of Adam Duvall, would anybody complain? I don't think so. You know, right. I mean, Cincinnati fans might complain. They might be down on the guy. You know, he's in a tough situation. You know, so I'll oh, let the new guy go. Okay, that's fine. I think Jay Bruce is is the one guy though. You know, based on where he is in his career and everything, I think, you know, he's done enough to be on the team. What about uh, your side? What about the American League? We I, we I were talking about yeah. it. I don't, you know, Chris Davis maybe. I, I think I think from the American League side, just in my opinion, I think it's just what happens every year. You got to have a twin on you there. You got to have a twin. You got to have a, a, an Oakland A. guy. The votes numbers are, are are down from where it was right. last year. Right, you know. So I think people like Chris Davis get snubbed. Longoria, you have to have a Ray. Why did they take the pitcher instead of him? You know. Well, uh, plus, like Doolittle on, on Oakland is on the DL. If right. he was healthy, they'd have taken Doolittle instead of Vote. And now you've had another position player, Nelson Cruz. Did Nelson Cruz. Chris I mean, Davis. You can uh, you can make an argument. The other guy. Uh, Albert Pujols, but I mean his average is no. down. I mean he's got good power numbers, but I don't think they're, you know, All Star game worthy. No, but you know Davis and Nelson Cruz is like an RBI machine. Although we looked up his clutch numbers and, <laughs> and they're, they're awful, <laughs> probably because every time he comes up, there's guys on base yeah, because Robinson Cano's get on base all right. the time. So if you're hitting third or fourth behind all these guys and you go two for four, your clutch numbers are are going to be kind of down. Because every, every time right, you make it yeah. out, it's like, oh, my God, you know, there were guys on base. Well, just because there's guys on base don't mean you're going to bat 1,000. Right. The True. idea is that if you're a 300 hitter, you don't want to hit 200 with guys on mm-hmm. base and 400 with guys not on base. As long as you're hitting 300 with the guys on base, you're not choking. Sure. Right? We talked about that on an earlier podcast as far as what is clutch. Well, okay, how about clutch is not choking? And that was where Addison Russell, off the charts compared to the other shortstops as far as, like, his production with guys on base. And he gets a yeah, lot of opportunities. Yeah, but that's not voted for the All-Star game. Well, no. That's, it's, it's, I, great, it's, it's great I for wanting the guy on your team. In. It's No, it's great for wanting the guy on your team and, and rooting for him. But when it comes to the All-Star game, and for these players, that has nothing to do with it. The people that vote don't look at that stuff. The, the, the players don't look at that stuff. It has nothing to do with it. I they don't look at all that. those stats. What I'm telling you is that so when you look at Addison Russell and you compare him to all the other shortstops, there are quantifiable reasons to say he's better make at some him an things than other people. What makes him an all-star is the fact the fans voted him in. He is yes, now officially that an is all-star. True. Right. Even though you don't think he deserves it, right. he's an all-star. True. In your mind, you could say 
Mr. I'm not an all-star because I got voted in, but he's still an all-star. Starlin Castro is like a three-time all-star, and, and yes. I guarantee you if he was on a different team, he'd be a no-time all-star. <laughs> Or maybe a one-time all-star. Remember, I'm Freddy just saying. I, I'm just saying that you're looking. You were. You've been looking all uh, for hours. I, I told for you. reasons why to justify him being an all-star. But I the reasons no, that's the reasons not you're true. finding are justifying him being an all-star. I'm the reasons you're finding are justifying to, him no. being a, a good no. ball player that you like to watch. No, I'm trying to find numbers to back up my perception that he's just as deserving as any other shortstop not named Corey Seager or Brandon Crawford. Okay. Well, That's all. It's a waste it's of like, time in my mind. Well, you know, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> but the clutch numbers that we, we found on, on fan graphs I thought were kind of funny. Sure. You know, if you look at some positions, they're all the same. Right? Was it shortstop? We're almost, they were, yeah, they the were basically all differential the Differential wasn't yeah. that big. And then, it, you know, where you bat in the batting order matters. Mm-hmm. Right, if you're hitting ninth, outfielders, the the differential is going to be bigger. Yep, it seems like you have more middle outfielders of the order guys. hitting. Yeah, yeah. middle power of the order hitters. guys. Yeah, power hitters and stuff. So, it was, it's just sort of an interesting exercise to me because I know how good Addison Russell is, but how do you explain that to somebody? You know, and then the other thing is like, what about Javi Baez? You could make a highlight reel of plays just from the last three weeks, and he's not even on the ballot, and I don't even know what position you would put him in. So get this. I was trying to explain to somebody, you know, about the Cubs, because everybody's like, well, where is this guy going to play? Where is that guy going to play? Who's playing left when Schwarber comes back next year? And blah, 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 blah. It's like, can we just worry about winning today? <laughs> right. Right? But you understand the, the thing. And I kind of tried to explain the Cubs to him in a, in a manner. I was like, look. It's kind of like a volleyball rotation when you have a guy like Baez. Remember how you played volleyball and then there's six positions mm-hmm. and then the seventh one is on the sideline and then you wait and then you go in. So eventually you have to play all the positions, right? right. In competitive yes. volleyball, I yeah. think the setter stays the setter, but then everyone else has to rotate. Something, right. So, you know, and then you sub in based on, you know, the situation or whatever because some people are outside hitters, some people are middle hitters. Some people can't hit from the back line. Some people are just good blockers, la di da di da The Cubs can move their guys around the diamond defensively in that kind of a manner where you keep all the hot bats in the lineup and let the cool bats take a, take a breather. Mm-hmm. And, when you, and that's why they're not going to trade Javi Baez. Everybody's like, well, yeah, we have a role as Chapman. If you give a Schwarber and Baez, you can <laughs> have them. And then I'm just like, I wonder... If these people go to restaurants and say, "Well, uh, how much for the special?" Well, fourteen ninety nine. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you two fifty. Yeah, right. You know, I, I wonder if they get served, and that's how they come up with this attitude. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like ridiculous trades. You know, so Soler, Jorge Soler, is on the DL uh, with a hamstring, right? Not his first hamstring. Right. So this guy on Twitter is an Atlanta Braves fan. And the rumor in Atlanta is that they're going to get Jorge Soler for Aroldis Vizcaino. Vizcaino. Okay. Who's the Atlanta closer, whose ERA right now, last I looked, was 1.29. Throws in the high 90s, right-handed. Relatively young. The Cubs had him. I remember the name. He ended up getting Tommy John and everything. And Mm -hmm. then we traded him two Decembers ago for Tommy LaStella. Who's on the DL with a hamstring? <laughs> okay, right. So the rumor in Atlanta is uh, Soler 
for Vizcayano. And I'm like, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think you're going to everyday player for 70 innings, 60 innings, somebody with no playoff experience, right, that the Cubs know fairly well because we had them in our system. Right. And then I, I looked through their lineup and their roster, and there's a lefty in there. Pitching? Yeah, a left-handed relief pitcher with good numbers. And I'm like, well, what if we had got him and Vizcayano for Soler? And then I'm like, I wonder if that would be worth it. I just hate power hitters. You know, I, I, I hate the notion that you're going to give up 40 homers a year. Are you going to prevent 40 homers a year by getting these two relievers in there? You know? But well, look, look at where the team that is. Doesn't, that's, that it has nothing to do with it because Soler could hit 40 homers a year and 30 of them could be in 10 to 2 blowouts. You know, are the no, relievers are the relievers well, going to be, you know, yeah. stopping, you know, the is Soler going to be hitting 30, you know, 15 home runs when in the, you know, bottom of the seventh or later? You know, you don't know. I mean, well, it's going to be interesting because we, we do have pieces that we can move. And it's hard for me to evaluate trading, hitting for pitching. Sure. Right? And the big lesson was when we got Rizzo. We traded Andrew Kashner, who was our number one stud starting pitching prospect. How'd that work out for the Padres? He's not, still not pitching. Very well. Right. Well, he's still pitching. He's kind of a poor man's Jeff Samarja, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think now he's in his walk year, and I don't think he's going to throw too many curveballs this year. And right. Too many sliders. And he's going to preserve his arm for a team that ain't winning until he gets on a team that will. But they have Drew Pomerantz. He looks pretty good. The yeah. lefty. Uh, Tyson Ross, I think. Joe Ross is now on the DL. I was telling you, pitchers right. on the DL. Joe Ross right. went on the DL. So, I mean, a lot of pitchers are going on the DL. The Cubs aren't. Cubs starters aren't going on the DL. I don't know if they're going out there tired, hurt, dragging. You know, I don't know. I don't know about Hamill. So, maybe... The word is the Cubs are going to be scouting Rich Hill on Friday. Yeah, I heard somebody say that. You know, and you you look at the A's. I mean, do they want Coglin back? <laughs> they can have him. So it's going to – the next month is going to be kind of interesting. It's pretty obvious who most of the buyers are, and it's pretty obvious who most of the sellers are. If you look at the standings, you got about seven teams with a legitimate shot at the wild card. The White Sox are one of them in the uh, – Right. In the American League. In the National League, you've got the Mets and the Dodgers and the Cardinals. And if Pittsburgh manages to win today and tomorrow, maybe the Pirates are in the conversation. But that's about it. There's a big drop-off after yeah. that as far as, like, you know, and we, we knew this. We talked about it in our preseason podcast. I mean, it's kind of like the, the real wild card is Miami. You know, Miami lost a couple of games, so now they're behind those guys. But the Dodgers and the Mets, the Marlins, and the Cardinals are all kind of right there. And then, you know, Pirates are a few games back, and after the Pirates, there, there's I, nothing. Yeah, I, can, I, can to I can't see the Pirates being sellers. Not with that outfield and what they've done the last couple of years. In, in their mind, they believe that they can go on another run. And you would think so, but, you know, what do you think this Young-Ho Park thing? The, well, yeah, well, I, I mean, didn't hear about it until today when you told right. me about it. It's pretty crazy. But this happened weeks ago. He's known about it for weeks. His play has dropped off, and he was like – let me tell you, last season he was their MVP before uh, Coughlin uh, hurt his leg mm -hmm. on that slide at second base. And maybe that's the difference between winning and losing the wild card is having that guy in the lineup. Right. I mean, well, you'll, you'll never know.
But, you know, finally, you know, he gets out of the wheelchair. He does his rehab. He comes back. Things are going good. And then all of a sudden they come to Chicago. We swept them, I think, when they came to Chicago about a month ago. And then there's this horrible story um, where if you look at it, if it's true, um, it's not just a suspension from baseball. It's jail time. Oh, sure. I mean, it's like... Who's the uh, He's going to Cook County? Who is the safety that was Darren Sharper? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Darren Sharper thing. You know. Well, I hope it's not true. Right. I hope it's not either. I, I just hate to hear stuff like that. I mean, it's just very odd. But that's you know, he goes to jail, then gets deported. I think was <laughs> what would it? No, it's serious. Right. And you know, I read the statements and everything, and it's it's just not good. So you look at the Pirates. Who are, now the Pirates are going to deal with this. They're not going to say anything about publicly, but how is this going to weigh on a guy in a foreign country who's now looking at a situation like that? They're going to say, don't worry about it, just go play? Right. I don't think so. I think it works that way. He seems like a sensitive guy. I, I, if it's a false accusation, then that's even worse. How do you defend yourself against a false accusation in a foreign country? It's like a Kafka novel, right? <laughs> the Inquisition or something. So, Yeah, yeah really, uh, basically, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cincinnati and Milwaukee are finished. They were finished at the beginning. Uh, Atlanta's finished, right? San Diego's finished. Phillies are done. Phillies are done. They tried. Yeah. They did try. And, you know, you look at teams like the Phillies and maybe Atlanta, how much selling do they really need to do? I mean, Atlanta probably but that's needs the to thing. make All these over teams, guys. But yeah. Phillies have a lot of prospects. Atlanta's got a lot of prospects. They kind of restock. Their farm systems, like with the Shelby Miller trade and trading Cole Hamill and all this stuff, uh, I don't know what San Diego's going to do. San Diego's got some nice pieces I would like to have. I'd like to have Pomerantz. They were they they were talking about Tyson Ross. I don't know that there's a closer. They still have Matt Kemp. Will Myers has never had like higher trade value than he does now. Right. Right. So what what's San Diego going to do? How are they going to start competing with uh, the rest of the division? What about Colorado? I mean, what piece would you want from Colorado, aside from Arenado? Depends on their contracts, yeah. I mean, you'd want Arenado. What would they want for him? Right. Who needs a third baseman? I mean, we talked about the White Sox. I mean, what do you need to get over the hump? Right? It's pretty obvious what the Cubs need. You guys, I don't really know if it's you need a little bit of everything or you need one big something. Right, you got James Shields. Yeah, I, I, you know, who knows? Abreu's not hitting like he did the last couple of years. You know, Frazier's driving in runs and hitting homers, but he's hitting a 200. Melky Cabrera's as consistent as it gets. I mean, you know, literally, Anderson, bringing up Anderson has proven to be nice know, shot in the arm. a nice shot in, the, shot in the arm. I mean, he's got like 12 multi-hit games in his first 26 games, and – He's playing a decent defense. I know he made an error today, but big deal happens. Yeah, um, and so it's yeah. I don't know. You, well, I, I look at your I, catching. I guess it's starting pitching, really. Yeah, Avila started hitting. Yeah. So and Navarro's hit okay. Yeah, I always liked Navarro's bat. I I don't know about behind the plate. You know, um, they went out and got Shields, but he wasn't. You know, unless I guess there's a whole second half of the season. So yeah. I mean, but you only have about a month. Right to, to really figure to, it out to get to get everybody together. Right, the trading deadline's August first. What's today? July sixth, July fifth. Yeah. So you got two and a half weeks. 
They really need, three and they and just weeks. need. They need. I, the only thing I could say that really like the White Sox need is they need like a a bat like Cespedes did last like year for the Mets. Yeah, they need somebody to come in and like put you on your back and say, "Can you pay? We're gonna. Can you pay money? You could probably get. Probably. Kemp. Does he need to be lefty or righty? I don't yeah. think it matters. You could probably get Kemp. Uh, you could probably get somebody from Colorado. Right. Markakis is. You could have gotten him weeks ago. I don't know that there's any. I don't any know if is that type of player. But he's lefty. He's good. He makes contact. Yeah. Um, the Phillies, obviously, you don't want Ryan Howard. No. Right? I don't know that there's anything. No, because the, the, Phillies, the Phillies are so young. I don't know if they're getting ready to any of those guys Howard anyway. ain't young. Well. But, I mean, you're looking at a guy that maybe could DH for two years and hit bombs. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know what he's owed or how many years he's got left, you know, on his deal. Who Ryan Howard? Yeah, I don't even think he can hit that many bombs anymore. Well, as a DH, when he doesn't have to play the field, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure somebody at some point is going to think about it. Sure. Um, I, it's probably easier for you to make a deal with a National League team than an American League team, since half of them are still in it. Right. I mean. <laughs> Does Oakland yeah. have anything you would want? Does Seattle have anything you'd want? Would Seattle part with Nelson Cruz? See, Seattle's, I mean, Seattle's still, like still going to be right there in, in yeah. the seller and the buyers. Oakland and the Angels, I mean. Yeah, the Angels have nothing. You can't take Pujols because right. you, you have to sell the ballpark to pay them. I don't think the Twins have anything. Well, you got more no coming. Well, yeah. Right? So what's the deal with him? He's starting a rehab? Yeah, they originally signed him, and they said that it was probably going to be after the All-Star break, he would start working out. He might not be up to like, September or something, but now all of a sudden it's like he's starting his rehab, and he could be, if things go well, you know. It's mid- not a concussion thing with him. It's actually an no, elbow. No, it's like an elbow. Which elbow? Is I don't he know. Is he left-handed hitter? a left-handed hitter? hitter, yeah. So then I would think, okay, yeah. I guess you need them both. So, but uh, so supposedly, like now they're talking maybe end of July. Well, that's right about the time. That's the trade deadline, right? I mean, you're going to play Atlanta Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then you get the you know gym shoes on for a few days mm-hmm. for the whole team except Sale. Yeah, right? yeah. Cabrera maybe is like a notch below the guys that got hosed, but he's been having a pretty good year. I don't. You know, Lucroy, you could upgrade your catching. Yeah, you know, you'd have Luke to get Roy's rid of one. Of them. The other thing they've been doing is for a couple games is they've had uh, both catchers playing, one DH and one catching, and they've done actually pretty good. Well, when your but DH can't hit, put right. somebody. Avila was doing, didn't he go like four for five or something? Yeah, and his on-base percentage is good. He, he draws a lot of walks, too. He sees a lot of pitches. But yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs have had three catchers, I think, almost all year, and it works out really good when all your guys on the bench can play, like, every single position known to man. Right. Right? So, you, I mean, literally, three catchers and 13 pitchers, and yet here we are, the best record in baseball. I mean, it's really remarkable what they've been able to do, but it's only because of the guys, the type of guys they get. Like, Chris Bryant is a number two draft pick overall. Would you hate to be Mark Appel, the pitcher who got picked ahead of Bryant? Would you hate to be that guy? You're not even in the majors. Well, yet. I'd hate to be in surgery again. Yeah, you know? more for the fact that his career didn't pan out the way it was supposed to. 
I was just thinking that in the car today. I was like, I wouldn't want to be that guy. <laughs> it, the rest of your life, you're Ryan Leaf. What? Oh, that Brian kid. Well, you got drafted before Brian. How come you didn't do anything? Yeah, I don't know. Thing? I don't know. Ryan Leaf ended up being a mental case, and I don't think Mark Appel is going to be that way. No, I hope not. You know, I mean, I don't wish ill on the guy. It was just sort of a, I remember that draft pretty well because it was like, are the Cubs going to get somebody? And then it was Jonathan Gray, Mark Appel, and Bryant. Mm-hmm. And all the newspapers were like, yeah, Bryant's probably third because you want either Appel or Gray. Uh, I think they're going to, like, go for Appel. So here's everything you ever wanted to know about Jonathan Gray. Right. Whose eyes are not gray. <laughs> and then the Cubs, whoop, take Chris Bryant. And I'm like, Chris with a K? Seriously? I want to get his walk-on song as a ringtone. Okay. It's like something like, what up, Chris? What up, Chris? It's kind of catchy. All right. Uh, I have no idea who I does d- it. I never paid attention. Well, you should go to more Cub games. You always turn me down. Come to a Cub game. Nah, thanks. I'm always working. Doing laundry. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching TV. Yeah. yeah. I'm peeling my toenails. I mean, you always got something <laughs> better to do than watch the Cubs at Wrigley. It's gonna. It's better. The ballpark's better. The, the gut rehab is going very well, just so you know. The bleachers are that awesome. fine. Okay. I believe you. Um. So, okay, what's your schedule after the All-Star break? All right, we could probably talk about that next week, but I'm wondering how under the gun you're going to be. You're 43 and 39? You're four under? 43 and 41 after today. You lost today? So yeah. 43 and 41, two games over 500. And who's got the wild card right now? Are like two games ahead of you? Something like that? Something like that. And it's... uh. Boston, and you know, I just had it. And then you asked me a different question. I'm sorry. I think it's Boston, and eventually it might be Houston. Yeah, you know, as bad as that team was the first month of the season, you know, they battled, they didn't quit, and now they're kind of there. They need to maintain. They need to keep doing it. But um, I'm shocked because I really thought they were kind of done. People like the sabermetric guys were saying Dallas Keuchel was finished. He was never right. going to be dominant pitcher again, all this other stuff. Uh, they gave up everything for Ken Giles, and the guy can't get anybody out. He's supposed to be the missing link, right? So when it comes to the standings, you're trying to remember. Seattle's like one game behind you. Uh, Kansas City's in there. Detroit's in there. Boston's in there. They get the there. Angels, Seattle, Detroit, and then the Cubs. Okay. Angels, Seattle, Detroit, and, and then the, the Cubs. Cubs. Add the Angels and add Seattle. Don't you wish you could play 19 games against Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah, when are they on our schedule? Oh, no, 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 no Cincinnati? No. You're going to get Cincinnati when they get good, and then you're going to really be mad. You're going to be like, oh, God. I tweeted something. I, the next time I feel really ill, I'm just going to drive to Cincinnati, and I think everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to the standings. Okay, who are you chasing down here for the uh, for the wild card there? I know Boston's got to be one of them. Toronto, Boston, Detroit, Kansas City, Houston, Seattle. Wow, and Seattle. So it's seven teams for five spots. There are people telling me that the White Sox should just be sellers, that you're not going to catch all these guys. And this is your chance to 
you know, solidify your team for the years to come. And then they're talking about moving Todd Frazier, who you just got. Really? He's been on the team for three months. Yeah. And now we're going to move him. For what? To whom? You know, I, I think it just gets down to the point where, you know, this is our team, and you guys are either going to do it or you're not. I mean, n there aren't all these magic moves that you can make that are going to guarantee you win it all. Well, I would totally agree with that. You know, the, this notion, oh, we're going to trade Schwarber, he's not playing this year anyway, and we're going to get a, a Roldis Chapman. Right. I, because the logic is you haven't won in 100 years. This is your year. Go for it all now. And I keep saying, how'd that work for Oakland? Doesn't make sense. Right? Oakland gave us Addison Russell for three months of Jeff Samarja and Jason Hamill. How'd mm -hmm. that work? Then they went and got Lester. Who'd they give uh, for Lester? To Boston. And then they, they couldn't win one game. They couldn't right. win a wild card game. Right. So now you're done. So what's the O say? Well, the first thing you got to do is avoid the wild card game. You got to win your division. True. And then keep winning it. And the more times you get chances to win the World Series, the more likely you are to win one. See, I like that approach. I do, too. Right? No, it's this is the year. This is the year. I'm going to trade 11 prospects for Ricky Williams. Well, that's you know? that's the thing. I mean, take take that into consideration. This is the year, okay? That doesn't mean every trade you make works out, right? So what if they do go for it? All these people want this is the year, and then they don't win it this year. I mean, look then at what it. do all these people say? Oh, now we're screwed. The plan instead stinks. of looking at instead of looking at the team, you still have to put on the field the next look, couple of years. We the Cubs are in a position to create and maintain a dynasty that baseball really hasn't seen maybe since like the late '90s Yankees, when all the guys that came up together, uh, Posada, mm -hmm. Jeter, Mariano Rivera, uh, Bernie Williams, and then they added people like Paul McNeil. And Scott Brocious, Paul O'Neill, Scott Brocious, right. uh, Tino Martinez, you know, whoever they, you know, Andy Pettit came up with him, I think he was one of the guys. But then they picked up Mike Mussina, mm -hmm. and they picked up, you know, whatever. I mean, the Cubs are in a position now where if they keep their core guys and they can add on, they can be competitive every single year until 2021 or 2020, whenever it is that you have to start paying people market value. Right. Because everybody's cheap right now. Bryant's making half a million a year. What does that get you in baseball? Right. Five innings from a good starting pitcher? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Schwarber's cheap. Solaire and Rizzo have kind of longer deals. Russell's cheap. Alberto Almora is cheap. Uh, Will, Wilson Contreras is cheap. Heimer Condelario is cheap. All these guys are cheap with five years of club control. They're first-year players, so arbitration even mm -hmm. is years away. I mean, if you can win with those guys and you surround them with the veterans that we've got, like like Jason Hayward, who's locked up for a few years, and Zobrist, who's locked up till he's 39, right? Right. All you got to do is, you know, keep the pitchers healthy. We got Lackey for two years. Hamill's in his walk year. We've got Hendricks locked up for a few years. We got Arietta for this year and next year. He's extendable. Sure. Right? If you want to extend him. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't understand Jake's position as far as like put yourself in we'll wrap it up but put yourself in his shoes for a second you're looking at a huge payday in a season and a half from now if you can maintain the kind of pitching that you've done since last all-star break right, right. you're going to make you're going to make 
$200 million or whatever, I know, some just mind-boggling amount of money. But you need to be healthy to get there. So do you throw more fastballs and less sliders? And if your ERA is going to go up a tick or two, so what? You know what I mean? I or, or is yeah. it like, let's just, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I will stay healthy. I'm going to win. I think that's his mindset because he thinks he's in such good shape, which he is. But his mindset, he's in such good shape, and he does all the right things. I don't think he thinks about the negative aspect from it. I think he's all all positive. He thinks he's going to get people out, and he thinks he's going to keep doing what he's doing. And I mean, look what Samarja did for you last so, year. Like, very little, right? Samarja sure. stunk. But, I mean, was he preserving his arm? Was he keeping himself healthy? Because no. the disaster would be... I don't think so. What happened to the closer at uh, Kansas City, right? He's in his walk Greg year. Greg Holland, yeah. Greg Holland's in his walk year. Uh, tears his a, uh, UCL, needs Tommy John, and now... He's a man without a team because right. nobody signed him. I don't know why the Cubs don't offer him a few million so he can rehab with them and keep them. I think maybe because the because the, their their project is Joe Nathan. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> Joel Peralta is yeah. still on the team. Yeah, he was the only pitcher to do good today, to do well. The the <laughs> Joel Joel Peralta jokes for a guy that's only been on the team for a week are pretty savage. <laughs> Like we're one and zero when when Joel Peralta gets a guy out or something. Right, it's just like nice. Well, here's the thing though: we need guys to get left-handed hitters out. That's why the Cubs need left-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. So this guy's got reverse splits. He's experienced. Madden knows him because he had him in Tampa. Can the guy still pitch? And then I'm watching him. He can't throw a strike. <laughs> well, he did today. Well, yeah. Okay. When you're trying to throw a breaking ball and it literally <laughs> hits the ground in front of home plate. Generally, you don't get – that's not swing and miss stuff. That's pass ball stuff. You know, so, I, you know, Adam Warren's coming up to pitch tomorrow. Somebody's going down. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably send Heimer Candelario down. Probably. I don't know. Especially after he got hit in the f- foot today. Well, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, He, he limped around for about 20 yeah, minutes. I think it hit him, like, in the low <laughs> part. You know, the front part of your shin right by yeah. your foot? That hurts. That just stings. Uh, did you see the ump? The uh, uh, Jerry Meals was the home plate umpire. I'm not a fan. Be the first to tell you. I don't think he's a very good umpire. But at no, one point, I, 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 he got hit like in the left shoulder, right? No, he got hit in the upper left forearm. Oh, and there was a there was a knot. <laughs> the minute. He, he kind of, like, tried to walk it off and stuff, and then you saw his arm. There was a knot the size of a baseball <laughs> right here on the upper oh. part of his arm. And then they showed it later, and I'm like, hey, Jill, I think it's bigger. Because, <laughs> yeah, Might I bailed at a, a second inning. I couldn't take it anymore. Right. I was like, I'm going to go get a Euro. <laughs> and I'm going to watch this. Um, but it was sort of like – and nobody came out with ice or anything, and I'm like – Hey, Jill, if you broke a bone in your arm, would it swell up like that? She's like, yeah, it might. And I'm like, hmm. Really? It was an awfully big. More like it, it, was, it was huge, dude. Yeah. It was almost like a tumor the size of a Major League Baseball coming out of his <laughs> arm. Don't tell me that everything's okay. Right. You know, and a little ice wouldn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody brought him any ice, and I'm thinking, well, he did throw the manager out of the game. But as a courtesy, you yeah. know, maybe you want to, you know, hey, hey buddy. 
You know, here's remember they used to come out with the freeze spray. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. Was that like bad for the ozone maybe, layer yeah, or right. something, and it's they an stopped aerosol. using it? Yeah. You can't have an aerosol. Okay. Well, we'll be back uh, next Tuesday, and we'll we'll pod during the All Star game because Mark's not interested in it that much anyway. And we will preview the second half of the season. We'll give our first half grades, all that kind of good stuff. Sound good to you? Sounds good. Let's wrap it up. Closing music, Maestro.